Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast, where you can find tools and inspiration for working mums who are ready to overcome the mental load so that they can live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in their everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself, and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, welcome back to another week of the Balancing Act podcast. And as always, thank you so, so much for being here. Um, Just before I started recording, an email popped through into my inbox to notify me that the podcast has now had 500 downloads, which is amazing. Um, Yeah, it really, really makes me smile. Um, And I can sort of feel like a, a tingle going through me as I say that. It's really, really super exciting. So thank you so much for being a part of that. Thank you for your support. And I would love to keep this going. So if you know any other working mums that might benefit from the messages that we share here, then please, please do pass it on. Um, I want like, I feel so passionate about reaching as many mums as possible and supporting them in whatever way I can, whether that's something big or something small, whether it's just bringing um, a little bit of lightness and enjoyment to their week in the like 20 minutes that I spend here. So please do pass it on. And I hope you are keeping well. I'm Unusually for me, I'm recording this in the morning and yeah, it feels great. I'm definitely a morning person and I can feel uh, my energy is is high today and I hope you're feeling well too. So what I want to talk about today is do you want more? And it came to mind last week while I was listening to another podcast that I like to tune in to regularly. And the host pointed out that she felt that 2020 had seen a fundamental shift in how we see the world. And, you know, I guess that that's not it wasn't something like she certainly wasn't the first one to say that. But there was something about the way she said it that really stuck with me. You know, there's just been so much to deal with over the last year, you know, such a short period of time. And I know that in the UK, we have been in and out of lockdown for almost a year to the day now. And I know that because last year we had to cancel my son's birthday party on the weekend that lockdown began, which felt um, really disappointing at the time. And at the time, it wasn't a cancellation. It was a postponement um, because, you know, who who knew? Um And so this year we were able to host a a great online birthday party and he had a a fabulous time. So it was really nice to to make up for that. And I think the things that have changed have been on two different scales. There's been almost global scale shifts around the pandemic. So for a lot of us, this will be the first time that we've experienced something like this so directly. There has been the resultant shifts in the economy that has come with that. There has been um, global scale movements in terms of racism and Black Lives Matter. There's been a lot of gender equality work that's gone on. There has been a lot of talk around climate and environmental 
concerns and sustainability efforts. And in the UK, there's been Brexit as well. So, you know, that's a lot. But also on a personal level, there's been a lot of very significant changes as well. So you might have been homeschooling and coming to the challenge of trying to act as a teacher and a parent. You may have seen significant changes in your job, whether that's losing a job or someone close to you losing a job or reconfiguring the way you work, the hours you work, the type of work you do, the people you work with. Um, there's been changes in relationships. A lot of these may be positive, getting closer and better connected with those around you or some of them may be negative or more difficult to deal with so you're really missing family and friends or some of the conflict that comes with being in such confines close confines 24 7 and I know for me that this year has felt like a very poignant milestone. I feel like my outlook on life in general has fundamentally shifted several times over. And so when I heard this podcast, it really got me thinking about how much of the fundamental shift that I've seen is down to these global scale changes happening now and how much of it has been on a personal level. And I think that where I got to is that it's a bit of both, um, as these things often are. I think that um, all the personal changes, if that happened at any other time, there would have been the opportunity for distraction. Um, so, you know, being able to, to go off on holiday somewhere for a change of scenery, being able to go off and relax at a spa for the day. Amazing. Um, or just being able to, like, distract myself from how I was feeling. But this year, I think we've been forced to acknowledge and sit with our emotions all the more. And I think that what that has resulted in for me is the acceptance that it is okay to want more. And I think it's something that I've been telling myself for a long time now and I've done a lot of work on um, and have spent a lot of time and energy on, but it hasn't really sunk in until now. And, you know, when I say it now, I can truly say it with meaning and belief that it is okay to want more. I think that especially as females and especially as we grow older, we have a tendency to lose touch with our self-belief. I think we start thinking that we're too old or have too many responsibilities or too much to do. And it draws us away from acknowledging and working towards the things that we really want. And I think on top of that, the fear creeps in. So the fear of feel failing, the fear of things not working out as you anticipated and the uncertainty that might go along with that. And the fear of being judged by others for you know being too ambitious or ungrateful or not putting our family first. And so it's easier to stick on the path that we've always known because it becomes so scary to veer off it. And I think that that fear is really 
really real because we know that when we start to make changes, um, we may well fail and we definitely will be judged. But I guess on the judgment, we will always be judged no matter what we do. And the thing is that if we keep ignoring that little voice in the back of our heads that's telling you about the things that you really want to do, um, then it's difficult to achieve real satisfaction if we keep ignoring it. So you may recognise this little nagging feeling that you've got that even though you have so much in your life that you absolutely love, so much to feel grateful for, um, privilege that you acknowledge, you can't help but feel that there should be more to it. And it's like this deep down feeling that's always there at some sort of low level and then rears its head every so often where you can't really put your finger on the specifics of where it comes from, but it's just always there. So if this sounds familiar to you, then I would like you to take this episode as your permission slip, your sign, your cue, um, your instruction, even if that's what works for you, to start listening to that little voice on whatever it is telling you. And you might not even know what it is to start off with. Um, But maybe it's that your job isn't right for you. You know that it doesn't align with your values. You know that it doesn't really light you up and fulfill you and push you to reach your potential in the way that you've always envisioned that your career would. Maybe there's a new hobby that you want to try out, but you don't know where to begin or don't think that you'd, you'd be very good at it or don't know anybody else who does that. Or maybe there's a cause that you feel really passionate about and want to get involved with. And I think the great thing about all of this stuff is that you can start to take like super small steps in the right direction without having to make like huge dramatic changes. And I know that for me, a lot of these small steps have very much been mindset shifts And I think with any mindset shift, it takes a little while for it to sink in. So on the episode today, I wanted to outline three things that have made a huge difference for me. And if all you take away from today is a sense of curiosity around what I've said, then that will be enough. But hopefully it will plant a little seed in there so that you will see something or hear something or... Um, somebody will say something to you and it'll, it'll then like bring it back to the forefront of your mind. And I think once that starts to happen a few times, then that's when the changes become more possible. So I think the first thing I would say around building this sense of self-belief and accepting the fact that it is OK for you to want more. It doesn't mean that you're ungrateful or you're selfish or that you know you don't care about the things you've already got you can have all of that you can have huge gratitude um, and appreciation for everything that you have and also want more and that is okay so step number one I would say for me is 
recognizing that if something is important to you, then that means it's important. So if there are things that you want to try out or things that you want to change about your current lifestyle, then you don't need other people to be on board with that. You don't need um, other people to view it the same way that you do. You don't need other people to be interested in it in order for that to be important to you. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they'll want to go along with what you suggest, but it doesn't um, make it any less like valid or or worthwhile. And I find that a really good way to cultivate this sense of importance around the things that you care about is one through journaling um, writing stuff down, you know, as if you were having a conversation with somebody, but you're writing it instead of speaking it um, sharing daydreams with with people close to you that, you know, will um, respect that. Um, and also seeking out communities of like minded people that may be interested in the same sorts of things or living the the type of lifestyle that you would like to aspire to. So, yeah, that's that's the first bit. Secondly, I would say take a different perspective on traits that you see as being negative. So one recent example for me was I think of myself as quite an impulsive person. And I've always seen that as a bad thing um, or like a negative thing. I perceived it as being equivalent to being scatterbrained or disorganized or unprepared and again saw all of those as being negative but actually I've learned to reframe it and think of being impulsive instead as being good at being flexible at adapting to different situations and also being able to make the most of any situation by impulsively deciding how I want to experience it. And so if there's things like traits, personal traits that you think are holding you back from doing the things that it is that you want to do, then I would just encourage you to take a step back and see how you could reframe those to actually be beneficial skills rather than than um, obstacles to overcome. And then the last step I would say is around self-confidence and I think that this is something that is really difficult and takes a lot more work than you know just me mentioning it on one podcast episode I think there'd be several episodes in it um themselves and that's something that I would really I'm, I'm really keen to do but I think just noticing your self-confidence so noticing the self-talk that goes on inside your head whether you're talking to yourself in the way that you would to a friend in the same circumstance as you or whether you're like your own worst critic because I think that we need to be our own best friends um, in order to be able to move forward with this sense of wanting more we need to really back ourselves because people even people around us who care the most about us um, will try to keep us in the places of safety and security because they are on the lookout for, um, you know, wanting to see us be be safe and not not be vulnerable. So we really need to have that sense of self confidence to begin with. 
so yeah, there's my my top three tips. One is accepting that if something is important to you, then that's enough. That makes it important in itself. Secondly, is reframing your all of your traits in a, a different, more positive light. And the third is around acknowledging and building your self-confidence. And I think to conclude as a coach, it wouldn't feel right for me to like not to mention how much coaching can really help with these things, because for me, it was the the real catalyst that made a lot of these changes possible. I went from sort of acknowledging and recognising them as being important to being actually able to put them in action. And I think that why it can be so valuable is that sometimes we're so out of practice of listening to those little voices and trusting them, you know, trusting our intuition, which is what that little voice really is, um, that it can be really helpful to have someone else reflect back at you, your thoughts um, and support you in like being able to listen to it and act on it as well. So if, like me, the last year has given you the chance to reassess your your priorities, if you recognise this nagging feeling of wanting more without being able to put your finger on specifically what that might be, then I would love to hear from you. Um, I This is the area that I feel so passionate about helping and supporting others with. I think that you know, until as working mums, we can really acknowledge our own needs and um, requirements for fulfilment, then that's when step changes will really start to begin on lots of different levels. And so drop me a message on Instagram at Debbie Leeco or pop onto my website, debbielee.co.uk to book a call um, if you would like to chat more and explore this a little bit further with absolutely no obligation for anything beyond that. Um, also, I will have a very exciting announcement coming up in the next few weeks. And if you would like to be the first to hear about what it is, then please do drop me a message through either of those channels and I will be sure to get you on the waiting list. And with that, have a fabulous week and I shall look forward to speaking to you again next Monday. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can help spread the word to all the other working mums out there looking for more balance in their everyday. If you'd like to hear more, you can find me on Instagram at Debbie Lee Co or on my website at debbielee.co.uk where you can download your free kickstart guide to finding your balance as a working parent. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.